Hare Krishna, welcome to Thriving Bhakti, Bhadrasen here. Um, today I want to talk about um, two things and connect them. And I think they're really, really important. And it drills home why we have to get the mindset and our thinking right um, in regards to any goal, and particularly, obviously, our spiritual goal. Now, um, so the first thing is, is that I got some comments or someone was asking me a question around, well, I, I just don't feel like it. I don't feel like doing these habits sometimes. I'm kind of doing stuff that I'm saying I'm going to do. I'm being accountable, but it doesn't feel authentic. <laughs> Again, it's this feeling. It doesn't feel authentic. So this is really, really important. And hey, we all experience this. I experience this. And how do we tackle these days or times or weeks or months or sometimes years of not feeling um, like it's authentic to do the things um, that we know we should be doing to move forward. And I like this word that, that this um, they've already used, not feeling authentic. Well, first of all, um, feelings. <laughs> feelings change all the time. You know, feelings come and go. Feelings are, you know, when you get into a relationship, which is a good example, feelings are there, sometimes they're not there. But you can't base your whole life on how you feel. It's like, um, I like the idea of a train and you have all the carriages and the carriages represent how you feel, all the different feelings you have, right? Now, you know, you've got this train, you've got, at least you've got the body of the train, the carriages, but you don't have the engine at the front. You don't have the why. Now, what's your purpose, your goal? What are you driving to, towards? So you can change carriage. You can go from this feeling to feeling like this, to feeling like that, feeling exhilarated, feeling down, feeling not motivated, feeling very motivated. But the, but that's just changing carriages. You're not going anywhere. And your feelings are changing all the time. But you need the engine at the front of all those carriages to be moving forward. And you may change carriages as the train's moving. But the main thing is you've got to have the carriage at the front. You've got to have the engine. It's the why. Again, we're getting back to, you have to ask yourself the question, why am I doing this? What's really in my best interest here, no matter how I feel? You see, so many relationships break up, so many um, changes happen in our lives based on how we feel. And we've all done that in the past. And you look back and you realize what a terrible mistake that was. You know, Sometimes feelings can be right, but sometimes they can be wrong. You can't base the direction of your life simply on how you feel. So that's the first thing. So feelings in themselves can often be inauthentic. Sometimes they're authentic, sometimes they're inauthentic in that they may be uh, pushing you towards um, something that you, gen you know, genuinely want to aspire for that's really meaningful to you. So that's the first thing. So you have this feeling <coughs> of not don't feel like it now the other thing that you need to connect to that that i think is a really important point and probably see hope this relates is that we live in an era and a time particularly millennials but not exclusive to them but obviously predominant now i was just talking to a guy in a park right now he's an engineer russian guy and he says the new generations of people coming into their business um they feel entitlement um, they don't want to do any work or effort or work to try to make things work. They just feel entitled that they have a degree. They've got the qualification. They should just get a promotion. 
without showing any work or effort or showing that they're part of the team or that they can overcome challenges, that they can learn from others. They, it's like they know everything. Now, we most of us grow up with that mindset. It's kind of predominant today. It's all about self-entitlement and the idea that um, success requires no effort. You see, I'll link back, we'll link this in a minute to how you feel, because generally the mind is lazy. The devil's mind is a devil, the lazy mind is the devil's playground. You know, the mind generally, the materialistic mind and the definitely the modern materialistic mind is one of no effort. I'll give an example, which is really, really clear in the Mindset book by Carol Dweck, amazing book to read. Um, she mentions in there that like people feel like, well, I should just be in love. They fall in love and it shouldn't require any effort. In fact, the whole relationship is kind of a mind reading program where, oh, they can read my mind, she can read my mind, and it all goes on nicely. But when suddenly there's miscommunication, there's effort required, misunderstandings, um, which are inevitable, they think there's something wrong with the relationship. Right? Similarly, you know, when we're doing our habits, we're doing the things that are hopefully moving us towards our goal and dream. Um, we, we often get negative and get resentful and feel inauthentic because it's requiring discipline and effort. But but that's the whole purpose. Everything requires effort. Same in our bhakti. Our relationship with Krishna will require eternal effort and work. You know, so in relationships today, and can relate this to like your job, your sadhana, your habits. If I, if I have to kind of work on it, it doesn't feel authentic. <laughs> Can you see that in us? You know, I'm doing this every day. Okay, I've done my accountability. I'm kind of doing my sadhana. And it's getting, and, and the last couple of days, it's been really hard work. Something's wrong. <laughs> no, nothing is wrong. This is the point. The growth mindset, the entrepreneur, the spiritual aspirant, the success seeker understands if it's getting hard work, that means I'm. It's right. It's right because I'm doing the thing. As long as I'm doing the thing and putting the effort and work into what's going to move me towards the goal, right? So if it needs work on it, like relationships, I've had, I've had devotees come to me. Oh, you know, we've been together, and now this is happening, and there's something wrong. I said, No, that's right. Is it getting harder? Yes, that's good. Good. That's right. Work hard. Now you've got to change. Now you've got to transform. Embrace the effort. Embrace the work. If it has value to you, if you value the relationship, you want it to work, then you will make it work. Take 100% responsibility. Again, no one wants to take responsibility today of anything. There's nothing wrong with the relationship, I said. Everything demands effort to keep it on track. Same with our sadhana, our chanting. It's up and down. Sometimes we don't feel like it. It doesn't feel authentic. So what? <laughs> you know that the chanting, and of course, we'll come back to the other ingredient that's fundamental. You need to be reading and re-examining every day. Why am I doing what I'm doing? What is my why? What is the result I want in my life? Of the culmination of my human form of life, what result do I want? No matter how I feel and what I go through on this journey, as Krishna, as Papa says, Tatam Sushamikshamano, the famous prayers, you know, one has to simply remain alive in Krishna consciousness 
you know, keeping the goal in mind, that is to serve the Lord with one's body, mind and words to all the karma, all the ups and downs, all your suffering and the kingdom of God will become your rightful claim. So we can get into big quotes, but I'm bringing this down to like down to ground level, even materially. If you're in a relationship and it's not working out or it's getting hard work, good. That means one. Now the test is on how to deepen and calibrate and put effort. Who wants to have someone in love with them who doesn't want to put any effort or work in? You wouldn't accept that kind of love. Think about it. Let's just be really honest with each other. How many of us would love to be in a relationship with someone and that person doesn't put any work or effort in to understand you, to, to calibrate, to work, to better or anything? Would you love? And that's actually, and I've been there. I've been in a relationship like that where I was like that. And I was expecting everything to turn out. Shouldn't we just be in love? Shouldn't it just happen automatically? This is absolute nonsense. And this is the kind of conditioning, material conditioning, role modeling, uh, the Hollywood movie, all the stuff we've been exposed to in our previous lives, in our previous Christian conscious or spiritual lives, that is getting in the way. Coming back again to why Thriving Back to you is such an important program to be in, because it's really addressing and exposing all but even materially, we've been disabled. We're handicapped in so many ways. Most of us. I'm not speaking for everyone. There are exceptions to the rule and the gray areas. But most of us have this. And we're bringing it into Bhakti. It de- so everything demands effort. If you want to go to the Olympics, I guess get back to that again. If you want to go to the Olympics or you want to have a successful marriage, you are going to have to work very hard. And what's the work for? Again, what's the why? So you can grow yourself. So you can become authentic. Authentic means you can act and behave and feel in alignment with your values and goals, despite how you feel. <laughs> so I, I, we, I, by the way, I have to deal with this with myself every day as well. I'm with you. I'm human too, right? So, but we've got to talk about it. We got to, we got to bring it out. We have got to be transparent here. So. There's always this constant tension. Try to see that you you can't be neutral. You can't sit around expecting things to work, others to do it all for you. Krishna's going to do everything for you. No, you can't sit around. You've got to take ownership of your life 100%. Where you are right now, where you are today, being on this uh, podcast, listening to it, you've decided to take ownership. And there's always going to be this pull between the lower self and the higher self. Let's take it, let's ground it in a, in a micro situation here. You're in a relationship. There are going to be things that cause tension that will keep you together. And there are things in the relationship that will, that are maybe affecting and moving you apart. Every day with my marriage, there are things that I do that is going to, you know, create tension that's going to move us apart. And there are things that are going to happen in the day that, and create, and create a tension that's going to pull us closer together. I just have to get better and skillful at making the right choices because I want the relationship to last. If I don't value the relationship, then that's that's a whole different ballgame. Right? Of course, in Bhakti, we're not in the relationship for ourselves. We're in the relationship to serve the other person and to please Krishna. But we're just getting down to these nuts and bolts. That Now, coming back to not feeling like it, constant, uh, not being authentic, Acting in our higher self, acting according to our um, outcome that we want to reclaim our spiritual stature, our spiritual qualities, our spiritual um, uh, consciousness. Um, we can't 
base things on when we're in the um, unsteady devotional service. We can't go on how we feel all the time. I mean, imagine, imagine, just think about it. If you just did everything you did according to how you feel, guess what? <laughs> You'll be like all the 99% of people out there right now. They're just doing what they feel, breaking up, splitting up, reconstituting families, breaking up families, They're going down the pub, getting uh, eating disorders, drinking, this, habits, that, this, that, quitting the gym, joining the gym. They're just going on how they feel. Why? Because there's no, I mean, just materially speaking, just forget the spiritual goal. Most people don't even have an engine carriage at the front of all the carriages. You ask most people out there today, what's your goal, purpose, dream? What is it you're striving towards? Most people haven't got a clue, or it's very vague. They're just sitting in their minds. And again, we're coming back to what we spoke in the other podcast about the role of the mind, is that the mind is the key here. Manmanava, manbakto, you know, like, always think of me. The mind is your greatest friend, your worst enemy. Mind, 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 mind. So this, this whole uh, podcast today is, again, to sharpen your intelligence so you can understand that the mind is always accepting and rejecting Chanchalam Himanar Krishna. It's always um, flickering on and off, accepting and rejecting. You can't base, and that is one minute you're going to think something's authentic, then it's not. So, how do you know what's authentic for you? You have to know what it is you want. Where is it you want to be in the next five, 10, or the end of this life? Where do you want to be? What's the goal? What's your why? And that's, again, stressing again why it's so important as devotees. You've got to get your reading in. You've got to keep your eye on the goal outside of bhakti. I know I work with entrepreneurs. I work with people who have goals and dreams. Every week, touching base with my mentor, she says, you know, are you doing the things that are moving you towards what you want? Do you remember your why? And often I'm just forgetting. I get busy. I get distracted. You know, even entrepreneurs know most people out there get distracted by unnecessary things. We'll be talking about this in the coaching session over Christmas. Uh, I'm going to give a really big talk on emotional fuel tank and how to top yourself up and how to stay on track, not to do things that are draining you. And one of that is, is to stop getting distracted by things that have, are not adding value or moving you towards your goal. That means you, you've got to step up your game. I mean, basically, if you become a bhakti yogi or become an entrepreneur or a success minded person, you've got to step up your game. You've got to manage yourself better. What can I do? I can't change that. But what it is, is if you look at it positively, it means you are taking the reins and dr the driver of your life. Every day, get happy, get ecstatic. I am directing the, 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 the direction of my life towards the goal that I want. And I know that some days I'm not going to feel like it. It's just the mind. And by the way, I put some resources in the membership area. One in particular is uh, cognitive diffusion techniques. There's some therapies on there that I'm finding really useful. So when my mind is speaking these things, oh, you're being authentic, or my mind makes me feel something, I do this cognitive diffusion technique where I give my mind a name. My, my mind's name is called George. I say, hey, George, I can hear you. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm distancing myself. I'm using the mindfulness technique. And you can put the mind and just say, oh, George, okay, what was it you said again? Oh, you're being inauthentic. And I'm feeling like this. I go, okay, I hear what you're saying, um, but I'm not going to, I don't agree with you. And fine, you can believe that, but I'm actually going to go this way. You can actually start using these cognitive 
diffusion techniques, these mindfulness techniques to help you in bhakti separate these thoughts and feelings um, from you and how they will do, they're just a thought, they're just a feeling that will come and go and you can get back quickly back situated, present with yourself and align and then looking at your goals and dreams and say to yourself, actually, I don't agree with that. I know this is what I need to do. Is this going to be work? Is it going to be repetitive? Is it going to be every day? Yes, because that's how you get successful at something. But what's the driver? What's the pull? Is the why? <laughs> Got to come back to that. So the reading of Prabhupada's books, the hearing is so important, on, especially in the morning. You need to get audios. I mean, these podcasts, hear them again. Of course, first stop off is Prabhupada. The first so many devotees listen to the Guru Maharaj's. 50% of what you hear should definitely be Prabhupada. Hear Prabhupada, hear Prabhupada, read Prabhupada. And then, you know, there are supplements to this that I'm recommending here. If you're having trouble with the mind and that, that I've got a recommending some motivational stuff. If you, if you people, especially if people are challenged with depression and not motivated, this is, this, those things are there. And also these podcasts I'm putting up here, not because I want you to listen to my voice, but because just by hearing this input, and this is one of the techniques, one of the six techniques I'm going to describe in the amazing coaching call I'm going to be doing on Boxing Day and the day after on those who are in the group, in the team. And I'm going to give you six things that you can do every day that will help you remain emotionally resilient. Because this is that this is it. Emotional resilience. We hear about this. But actually today I'm giving you an opening the door or expanding or reinforcing the, uh, the importance of having building emotional capacity and resilience. That means not being swayed by things that are happening in your life, distractions, and also not getting swayed by temporary emotions. Right? You want that train at the front of the carriages, all those emotions. If you don't have the train, the driver of your life, what's driving your life, right? That is key. You've got to keep doing things that are driving you to where you want to go because those feelings are going to come and go. And when you start heading towards your destination and you're seeing stops on the way, you're going to get excited about your life. Okay, so this was the session today, linking the idea of not feeling like it, uh, the idea of not being authentic. Um, I'm linking that to uh, this mindset of nothing should require any effort or work. Whatever you do in life, if you want to be successful, if you're actually going to direct your life, you have to put effort and work in. It's just, you know, and remember the relationship example. If something is going wrong or it's getting difficult, that is good. Now some work and effort is required. Everything demands effort and work. So you've got to get over this conditioning, the material conditioning, this negative thinking, this fixed mindset. Get into that growth mindset. Um, know that you're always in constant tension. You're always going to be pulled higher, lower. Don't be resentful. Don't get negative about it. That's that's what it's about. It's about that's helping you to build yourself to take responsibility of your life so you can grow you towards your goal. So I hope this was useful. I hope you take some notes, take one thing away from what you hear from every podcast every time and apply it. Don't become a walking library, a walking bundle of knowledge. Make sure you're trying to apply at least one thing from these podcasts every time. And I look forward to uh, putting another podcast in more detail soon. So all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Please thank you for tolerating me. Hare Krishna.